Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I am so happy and so excited to bring to you Ashley and Dino. Uh, you guys, I just love them so much. I follow them over at Arrows and Bow, and they are the best. I love their little family and everything they're doing with their new home and also their story. So I would love to just dive in to really how you guys met, because I always think that's so fun. And also kind of just where, where your story began, you know, because I feel like so much has happened in the past couple of years for you both. And it's been really inspiring to watch and also just to, I don't know, it's really hopeful in a time like we're in right now. So yeah, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about your guys. Hey, yeah. We've actually known each other for years. Um, it's kind of a long story. Dino is the yeah. storyteller. Should yeah. I, you should you should say. It. Uh, I don't know. We can we can go back okay. and forth. So I'm 37. Ash is 34. 34. 34 yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and when we met, we were 20. And well, sorry. When we met, like right before we got, you know, like when we met and started dating, we were 24 and 20. But <clears throat> little youngins. Yeah, <laughs> I just turned 20 actually, right before. Yeah. Oh my but goodness. We, we knew each other way back when. Our families actually um, have been friends for years, and for a few years growing up, my family moved to Washington State, and that's where we met Dino's family. Yeah. And Dino and my brother actually played soccer together, so my oh, our moms cool. became best friends, like on the soccer field. That's really and, cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So so they they became friends and then like fast and at that age I was 12 and Ash was 8 like when the families first met. And then fast forward like I'm 17 and Ash is 13, I moved away. And at that point like we really didn't our families kind of knew each other but we didn't obviously like spend my, any time together at, at the age gap that we were at. Yeah. Weird. yeah. Um <laughs> so I left and went Head off house. to college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left and went off to college and then Ash's family moved back to Southern California. And then fast forward to when Ash was 20 and I was 24. Our moms were like, what do you think about like meeting up us moms and having Dino and Ash come out to Ash? I had a boyfriend for three years, but it wasn't going well. Dino had just gotten out of like a relationship six months ago that he was in for three years and he was like sworn off relationships and women yeah and my mom was like do you want to do you want to go meet him and I'm like or see him again because I hadn't seen him in years and I was like all right like fine let's drive to Vegas that's where Dino's parents left lived my parents were like hey come hang out for the weekend you know some we'll have some friends out and we'll just kind of kick it I'm like all right fine I'm like in the middle of you know trying to get college wrapped up and stuff like that um so I went out there and kind of halfway got kind of tricked into this whole setup thing (laughs) (laughs) You know, whatever. And uh, Ash shows up. Ash and her mom showed up and knocked on the door. And I'm expecting, you know, oh, it's Ash. It's, it's Lori. At like 12, Lori, yeah. Yeah, Lori and her daughter, you know, who I haven't seen her forever. And I open the door and it's like this smoke show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, this is very different than the last time I saw you. So, so Was, yeah. did you Did you get like butterflies right away? Because you weren't expecting that. Yeah. And you're like you're like oh my gosh now I'm I gotta go clean up and look nice yeah yeah (laughs) we both did and so we we hung out for three days and over that time I just I had never hung out with a man that was like a godly man but like attractive and funny (laughs) and just like so 
perfect for like, I just didn't know there were guys out there that I thought, yeah. even if this doesn't work out with Dino, like I have to break up with my boyfriend. It was just like a, an awakening for me to just not waste any more time with a loser. Like with totally. Absolutely. I've been there girl. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so I broke up with my fo- my boyfriend over the phone that weekend. And oh I was like, goodness. I just, we're done here. And I was done it, at that moment. I was done. And as soon as I did that, like, um, like, I mean, yeah, like from my side of things, we, when, when they showed up, we hung out. And my parents, like all the parents left and they like, oh, I'll be right back. Kind of thing. We're going to run to the market. You know? so did they, they totally so set you up? Did you, oh, did, did yeah, they set you yeah. two up? Yeah, yeah, big time. Oh, I love so that. They all left and then it was just Ash and I kind of hanging out. It was like 20 minutes of us just hitting it off and laughing and joking. And, you know, it was just so instantaneous. And I, I remember coming back in from the house. We were hanging out outside and coming back inside my dad's like, Hey, how's it, how's it going? You know? And I'm like, I'm sold. Like I'm going to marry her. I'm, I'm all in. We, wow, I love then, that. yeah. So from there we were together, basically attached to the hip for like the, the next, for, well, from then on, but three weeks later after we met, we were already both sold. I asked her to marry me like three weeks in. No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't know this part of your story. Uh, yeah. That's so yeah. great. And, and people think it's a short time on The Bachelor. Like, yeah. it's, it, it doesn't <laughs> matter where you meet. Yeah, way OG rushing it. Yeah, yeah, so then four months four months later, we were married. And um, now we're going to celebrate our 14th year this year. Yeah. Wow, congratulations. That's so Thanks. exciting. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So now that you guys, you know, are married and all of that, and then you had – Three babies, right? Yes. They're still your babies, even if they're grown. (laughs) So I want to hear more about the story of what brought you to the van, because I feel like it's a pinnacle for hope. And also just like, I don't know, sometimes we're surprised by where our story unfolds. And I think for you guys, that was a lot of it. Absolutely. It definitely changed our lives. So, you know, we bought a house pretty quick after we got married and it was you know, going to be our dream home, like forever. Um, we bought like when right after the crash happened. So for us, it was really great. We were able to get like a huge house and like have way more than we ever thought we would had all of our babies in that house and eight years went by. And I was always looking for something, you know, just like a project or like a fixer upper or something. And we kind of fell into this land and found this land and thought, oh my gosh, if we could get this land and build a house, how cool would that be? Like, you never think you could build a house, you know? And it ended up working out that we could get this land and we sold our house so quick. And in the meantime, we were like, all right, where do we live while we have this land and build this house? And we just went through all the options and buying a trailer just kind of made sense to us. We just were like, we want to live on the land and like experience life differently and kind of venture a little bit, just get out of our comfort zone because we were so comfortable in that house that we were in and just kind of getting like complacent a little bit. Just. Yeah. I think that happens a lot, you know, it does. It It does. And you actually, we didn't even realize the way we were living, not that it was wrong, but it just, after making the switch and changing the way we were living, we were like, whoa, we yeah. never want to go back no, to that. Totally. Um, 
So we, we ended up buying a trailer and living on the land. We thought we were going to like, it was going to be like six months to build a house or something. We're so naive. Um, we actually lived there for 17 months and never even built a house. It was just all dirt work. All of our money went into this, not even the foundation, just dirt. Like we literally spent hundreds of thousands on moving moving all the dirt dirt out out and then putting it back. back Oh my goodness. So, um, so 17 months. Yeah. So 17 months in what had changed for you guys as a family and for your mindset? I mean, I think after a few months in so much had changed already, just in when we moved out of our house, we sold everything because we didn't want to have to store it. So we just, ironically, we actually stored a ton of it. And then we had like a half of a storage unit with my parents, but we sold most of our stuff. But but. in, well, the funny part is, is like Mm -hmm. when we moved out of the house, we kept a bunch of stuff thinking, Oh, we really want, you know, we have to have this stuff. And then once we got into the trailer, like six months, we're like, wait, what's even in storage? Let's just get rid of it. We ended up going through it and actually getting rid of everything that was in storage. Cause we were like, if we can live this long without it, then we don't need to be paying and having it stored. Like we don't need this stuff. We totally, I, I have things when we moved, like they've been in boxes for a year and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need this. Like, why yeah, am I holding on to it yeah. at all? Yeah. So yeah. when you're forced to do that, like you realize, yeah. Yeah. you realize that you just like, it, we were actually like set free, but by not having all this stuff. Yeah. And so after a few months, it was like, okay, this is not even about building a house. I don't even think, I don't even know if we're going to build a house and maybe we will. And that'll be like the, the cherry on top, but I can, we could all see the change happening in our family, in our relationship, in just who we were. They say people can't change. Well, we definitely changed so much. Um, On weekends where we would normally be at home, just like, you know, relaxing and sitting home, there's just nothing wrong with that. You didn't really have that ability because you just wanted to get out because you had three kids and 180 square feet. So and it's, hot, and it's hot. Yeah. So we, it was, it forced us to like serve others or like offer to babysit or go do something or find something to do or work on something, um, build something. So it really just pushed us out of like our normal comfort zone. Yeah. I think that's so cool. I mean, I think that's important too, because so many people get complacent, like even during quarantine, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's also making people complacent on, on what they, their goals, their dreams, their passions, their hopes, like, um, because you can get in a rut and just in a habit. Yeah. So I think that's like, this is the only way that life is going to be, you know, and we don't have a choice over, you know, changing or growing. And we so do. When you were, because you were in the van for 17 months, was there a breaking point where you were like, okay, we need to get out of the van or were you kind of just taking it month to month? No, even when we were in the, in the trailer and we decided, Hey, we're going to, we're going to pivot, sell the land and then move to like the Bay area. Um, we still thought, okay, let's move up to the Bay area and move the trailer up and we'll just keep rocking it out in the trailer. We'll just kind of save up. We weren't dead set on like, we have to get out of the trailer. We were actually kind of nervous about leaving the trailer because we had really embraced the stuff that it had taught us while we were in it. Mm -hmm. We were like, I don't want to go back. And I'm scared if we leave the trailer, we're going to go back to this like old way of living, you know? But we came up here for his like um, housing, like his job brought us up here for like a couple days to look at, yeah, to scout housing. And we're like, okay, we're going to look for a trailer park. 
And both of us just like immediately when we got up here, we were like, I have a piece about being yeah. done with it. We're done. We're done. And yeah, that was so it. great. I mean, it, I think it takes peace to make any decision. Like, yeah. I feel like anytime there's a hard decision to be made, it's, you know, you're going in the right step. You're new, you know, you're going forward where God wants you to be. If you feel at peace about it. Yeah. yeah. And totally. so I think that's so cool. How do you guys work together in making decisions? <laughs> I feel like that's the hardest part when you're in a marriage too, because I feel like you've made big decisions. You've moved in the past couple, two years. And yeah. I mean, yeah. what does that look like for you both? Are you always on the same page or is it more so one fills this urge or this is led to make a decision and the other distrust? I mean, I'll let you kind of lead, but I think <laughs> it goes back to like years of, you know, building a foundation in our relationship and building who we are and who we are like in Christ and going off of that. Yeah. So uh, taking what Ash said and kind of like throwing some practical, yes. you know, examples at it. When we decided we were going to move, <clears throat> we, I was like, Hey babe, let's go down this path and just talk about it and pray about it together. I'm not, I have my opinion you may or may not have yours, but let's put our opinions aside and like, let's just really talk this out and hash this out without any, like, I want my way and I'm going to try and push my way on her. It's just more of an open mentality. So that was like the move and how we're going to go about it on that. So we were done having kids and we decided, Hey, let's talk about maybe having another kid. So Ash is like, Hey, will you pray about this? And I was very dead set. I'm done. But I said, <laughs> she just said, will you just pray about this? So I said, yes, absolutely. Like, this is important to you. It's something that you feel like God's guiding you down. I don't feel that way, but I will at the very least entertain that thought and see where this kind of brings us to, right? So we just kind of both have a, a very high mutual um, respect for each other. Yeah. Just by the sounds of it, just having that respect of listening to yeah. the other person and knowing yeah. like wherever God's leading you. That's, I will, I will follow, yeah. you know, yeah. ultimately we both know that like, we don't ever want to make a decision if it's not what God wants us to do. Yeah. And sometimes we're not going to have like a clear and direct, like, mm -hmm. this is what you should do. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, then we just have to go off of each other and like, pray that we can align on something. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's so good. I think a lot of people who ask like, well, how do you know it's the right decision? How do you know it's from God? And I think for me personally, that's feeling at peace, like you had mentioned. Mm -hmm. And so congratulations on your pregnancy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting to bring in. And oh, yes. yeah. How are you feeling? Terribly sick. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's like I haven't done this in, you know, seven years. Yeah. So I kind of forgot you get this so sick or I get this oh, so sick. Yeah. Oh, and you're renovating a new place, which you guys had yeah. moved. What moved you to, to buy this house or to move into a new place and, and renovate? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this again, goes back to the same thing. Like we we're kind of movers and shakers in general. Like we love kind of mixing things up and yeah. just after we weren't like this before the trailer, but after the trailer, we were like, wow, we just love, really, it's like just being obedient to God. Like, what do you want us to do? You want us to just sit here and do nothing? Okay, cool. We'll just sit here and do nothing. But you got to give me some patience for that because that's really hard for me. <laughs> but like, just True. constantly going to him and being like, do you want us to do something? What do you want us to do? Like, we're ready to move. We're ready to, to shake. Like, so just always kind of praying about that. And we knew we wanted to have another baby. We weren't sure if we were going to get pregnant. Um, but 
in the meantime, I was just looking at properties just to see if anything came up. And this property came up and it was just a foreclosure, a steal of a house, like a once in a lifetime kind of opportunity. And we ended up getting it. And then it wow. just was like so fast. This yeah. time, like, yeah. Just got the house like three weeks later, we, uh, we were already sold and moved out of our house. And then, and then the, the buyer bought all of your stuff with it. Yes. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. good. Yeah. So good. I mean, I also think like when you know it's like a good decision, God makes it work so easily. Like yeah. like oh even God, for relationships, yeah. I feel like in my own case and in your like when it's the right person, it's just easy. And things yeah. fall yeah. into place and the and same with like the decisions you guys yeah. have made with the houses is like it's just falling into place because it's right, you know, it's like yeah. where you're supposed to be. Oh, I yeah. love it. I think it's yeah. so, so good. With the house, Ash and I like really had an interesting time because when we first got it, we were like, all right, God, do you want us to do this or not? We're going to like progress down this path. And it was a little like bumpy at first. I'm like, dang, is this kind of like God showing us this is not something we're supposed mm-hmm. to go down? Or is he just trying to be like, hey, you need to be perseverant and like kind of continue to grind on this. And we were like, all right, well, unless this like shuts down, shuts down. We're just going to like grind on this. And we hustled. It was, it was insane. The amount of things that we had to get done to sell to, to basically we had to be in escrow on the second property before we had sold our place. But then we had to be able to sell our place like really quickly to be able to close. We also had to sell ours for like a certain amount, which we didn't even think we were going to get close to that amount. So and the, the new place had to appraise yeah. for certain amount. Oh my like gosh. So it was crazy. So many pieces. But then when we got the offer for our house, which was so like out of this wo- like yeah. world, you just don't get offers yeah. like this. It was like, this isn't even like a little like, see, I'll take care of you. You know, yeah. it was like, boom, that's gone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love that. Like, okay, we see you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, I love that so much. Because like when you were living in the van, you didn't see all of this no. happening in the future. No, or, no. or the impact, I think. I don't think maybe you even foresaw like the impact you have on other people. You know, like everyone loves following you and all your home stuff, but also I don't think it's just the work you do. It's definitely both of your, it's authenticity and and you can see it. You can just see that you guys are just normal (laughs) and (laughs) and just live in life. And I, I love it. I think it's so wonderful. So, well, this podcast is all about living each day, every day with a heart of purpose. And Mm -hmm. I know purpose is such a big word for people, but I, it's really in the daily, daily, you know, like yeah. how you yeah. love on people, how you support each other, how you help your kids, you know, all of that. Yeah. And so I just want to ask um, how do you guys find purpose in the everyday? Because it can get tough, especially being parents, having mm-hmm. a new baby on the way, um, built, mm-hmm. <laughs> renovating, you guys have so much going on. So how do you together really f- live with the heart of purpose every day? Yeah. So for me, I, I definitely do my absolute best to have an insane amount of discipline in my life. And the discipline that I've put in place is to have a certain hierarchy of, of importance. So I, to live that way, I have God first, then my wife, then my family, and then all my other stuff, my job and whatever. But I live, I live very, very purposefully, very intentionally with that order and that structure. Because I feel like if you don't you end up being on a road that 
is going nowhere, right? Like whenever we're, whenever you set off to a destination to go somewhere, you say, Hey, I'm going to go to this location. So you're going to head down that path. Yeah. Um, same goes for like how Ash and I want to live our lives. We know where we want to go to. We know the end results that we want to have in our life. The, the, the core characteristics and traits that you are part of our family and part of our relationship so we spend an insane amount of intentional time daily going after those things. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that means like doing stuff that is just really not fun for me, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's stuff that's more better for everybody else, you know? So yeah, yeah. that's, that's my, answer. I mean, I would have said the same thing. I think so much in the last few years that we've just really learned is exactly that just to be intentional and like, that's our purpose intentional with what I share intentional with our thoughts with how we speak to one mm. one another you know it's everything like the thing that kind of pushes you out of bed in the morning at least yeah. for me lately the last couple of days oh yeah <laughs> oh man I bet oh well that's so good I love that because it is just it's being in the daily like just being intentional with each other yeah and a lot of times that's not for ourselves it's really intentional towards how we're going to help someone else or, yeah. or maybe like you said, like respect your spouse and do what yeah. they want for a, <laughs> for a day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's really good. Well, how can people find you and follow along in your journey? They can find us over at my Instagram arrows and bow. Um, yeah. I'm sure there. And know. I'm Dino J Patron. Perfect. We're sharing on the daily. Yeah. I love it. I love following along and Thank, thank you, you for thank you for being open and allowing people into your life because it really has been a blessing to to watch. Oh, it really, thank you. it really has. It really, really has. That's and awesome. so, yes, I, I feel like I have this like premonition. No, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you guys are the next Chip and Joanna. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, you guys. Yes, but you know what? You can do it. I mean, what you will. It'll happen. I mean, in in one way or another, you guys are going to be the next. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really, I really appreciate it, you guys. Thanks so much for for having us. What an amazing story that Ashley and Dino have, and I'm just so happy that they were able to share with us. I wanted to end with a prayer because I just love to send you guys off with some really good encouragement and just some peace of heart with prayer. So dear father, we just thank you for, um, we thank you for Ashley and Dino and we thank you for their story, their testimony, the ability for them to give us hope in the journey, to give us intention and authenticity. We thank you for everyone listening. We praise your name and we just hope, we just pray for everyone to be able to live with intention, um, to live with a heart of purpose, and to really listen to you and know when you are speaking to them, to hear your voice, to hear your word, and be able to make those decisions that feel at peace and feel right. So we thank you for this day and for others and for fellowship. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you guys so much. I hope that you all have a beautiful, beautiful day.